Welcome to Your Lot and Parcel Podcast with your host, Benjamin Diaz, designed strictly for you, the consumer. You will find that this platform has your best interests at heart. Thank you for joining our show. This is Benjamin Diaz, your host. In this episode, we are discussing the risks of social isolation because of the pandemic. However, the causes of isolation is not limited to this alone, as we shall see. We'll be visiting with a representative of an international nonprofit organization known as United Way. She will be addressing how we can mitigate the deleterious effects of loneliness and depression while having to stay home. She is currently the training manager of the Crisis Intervention Team and Diversity Inclusion Champion for United Way. Let's welcome Ms. Elkin Alfred. Thank you for being with us, uh, Elkin, and I uh, really appreciate you taking time to, to visit with us and tell us a, a lot about your programs there. But I, I do think that it's going to be very beneficial. I'm really excited to hear what your services are. And... Um, of course, you're, you are with United Way, but tell us, yes. uh, how does, how does uh, your services, uh, how, how does it work? So we are part of a network, so United Way Worldwide, and United Way Worldwide has over 1,800 chapters across the world, spanning 40 countries and territories. And so we are, we like to call ourselves a place where we are powering people to generate big ideas to solve big issues. And so I work for United Way of Broward County located in Fort Lauderdale, so South Florida. And um, our United Way serves a county of 2 million people. And so we focus on the areas of health, education, and financial stability. Mm -hmm. So I understand these are different chapters. You know, I, I took the, uh, the time to call three different counties. I'm in California. And, uh, and there it is. The easiest thing to do is to just dial 211. Am I correct? Yeah. So many of our United Ways across the network yeah. are operate uh, the local 211. Yeah. Um, and that is a crisis helpline yes. that, uh, that we all partner with. And so for our United Way, we actually help fund them. Yes. Very good. What uh, I wanted to focus on today, uh, of course, is the pandemic. And many folks are limited and restricted to their homes. And of course, um, the pandemic, uh, it's not limited to that. Some folks are ill, disabled. I have a good friend that had an accident and he feels like he's been sequestered uh, even <laughs> for quite a while. In fact, he, that happened before the pandemic uh, issue. But what, uh, what programs do you have uh, in United Way there to, to be able to mitigate some of those feelings of depression and loneliness and such? So one of the first things we did, we started a campaign called It's Okay to Not Be Okay. And so we wanted to remove the stigma associated with mental illness or feelings of anxiety, depression, and loneliness. And so first it was just getting people to be comfortable with saying, I'm not okay. And then we encourage individuals to really reach out to people they care about and connect um, and then communicate. And we say connect and connect them to services that provide assistance. So we have a large um, 
aging population in our community. And so we have this amazing program where we partner with um, another nonprofit and we provide smart TVs, um, smartphones, where uh, seniors can actually connect with family members during uh, using video chat or using the app WhatsApp, which is a, a tool that I know in our community is heavily used because we have a large immigrant population. And so um, we have volunteers who were able to go into the homes, at, you know, masked, but they assisted the seniors with using their smart TV or their iPads to really communicate with not only their family members, but also maybe friends that they had at the community center. And then we host groups, right? Weekly groups to ensure that they're being connected with loved ones and friends, and then even exercise classes all on using their smart uh, technology. Yeah, that's a, that's a good deal, actually. I, you know, um, it is a fundamental uh, human need to, to be gregarious, you know, with friends and family and enjoy yourself that way. And it's, um, by observation, you know, it seems to me like that's a need for every living thing. I mean, you look out in the oceans, you have community of wells, you have schools it's, of fish, you know, and it's, it's uh, even on the ground, you got herds and flocks, you know, how much more, you know, for humankind to, to be able to come together and, uh, you know, you may have a grandchild across town and because of what's going on today, you can't get close and even hug them, you see, so it, it's, it can be a problem. Um, did you, I'm sorry to interrupt. What was, did you have a point there? No, no, I agree with you. I think we have to understand that like all of our systems, right. Including yeah. our social, psychological and biological, yeah. you know, systems have developed around social groups and interaction with the, with one another. So mm -hmm. the mere fact that this epidemic, this pandemic is preventing us from having those social interactions, um, impacts all areas of our lives, right? Not just our mental behavior health, but also our physiology, right? Our biology. So I, yes. I think that's why I know it was important for us at United Way of Broward County to really tackle or try to address the issue of isolation. Yeah. What are some of the medical effects, uh, if you can uh, respond on that, uh, when somebody isolates themselves? Well, they are predisposed to what kind of medical issues? So there, there were increased anxiety and depression. So that mm -hmm. impacts your, your mental health, behavior health. And then also the physiology. Um, also studies have shown that it impacts um, a likelihood of, of increased heart disease, right? And so it also suppresses your immune system. So this is a time where you want to have a really good functioning immune system. But what the isolation does is suppresses that. So we see that it impacts us in twofold. Yeah, very good. Um, as far as um, uh, suggestions, you mentioned a few, a few things already. Um, do you address the whole family unit? Uh, I know there's senior citizens, you know, that uh, may be at home because of immobility. Um, yes, we do. Okay, go ahead. We do. So recently we had what we call Talk to Me Tuesdays. Um, with the local radio station here on Instagram Live. And that was intentional because we wanted to target adolescents. And it was a way for them to engage with caring adults. And we talked about some of the things that they're feeling, whether it was missing out on prom or um, not being able to, you know, hang out with their classmates. 
And so we talked about how they can use technology in a way that's safe, right? And that promotes their mental health to connect to their loved ones. We've hosted team talks via Zoom. I mean, actually today we're hosting a Youth Leadership Institute all via Zoom. And again, it's another way for us to make sure that they stay connected to their friends. Mm -hmm. Well, that's such a great, uh, great program there, uh, Elkin. Let me ask you, um, um, what is it specifically that you do other than what you're telling me? Is there anything else you want to add? Because I, I believe you do other things as well. I do. So I um, so before I get into that, I just wanted to encourage yeah. individuals that are dealing with isolation. So a few mm -hmm. tips is to exercise. So we go. know that exercise is a well-documented stress reducer yeah. and it boosts your endorphins, which is our feel-good chemicals. Right. Um, meditate. And so I've started a meditation practice and meditation has found to reduce anxiety and depression. And then um, I found that during this time, I'm connecting with nature. And so getting outdoors, especially the sunshine or just any green space mm -hmm. can improve our mood by slowing down the activity in our prefrontal cortex, which is the area of the brain that's associated with anxiety. So, you know, just get outside. And if you're unable to get outside because of mobility issues and you do not have the assistance, than just looking at pictures, right? Or listening to natural sounds like that of the rain or birds um, can help also decrease anxiety. Yeah, you know, it's interesting you say that. I, I, I read a report that the color green, <clears throat> which is generally the color when you go outdoors, you know, you see the green in different shades of green has a calming effect on the nervous system. So uh, it's kind of interesting that you're, you're saying that because it all comes together like that. So, yeah, it's, it's just a matter of staying busy and gardening, I would think, right? Gardening, just Yes, movement. yes. Any kind of movement is good. Yeah. Yes. I'm actually in the process of buying some plants, too, just to sit on my balcony. Yeah. Um, because, again, I, I, I noticed that the connectivity to nature helps me. Yeah. I know my wife um, finds it very therapeutic. Um, I mean, she's planting this and that in the front and the back and the sides and probably on top of the house too, for all I know, but she's, she's all <laughs> over the place with different plants. She loves plants. And uh, so it is very therapeutic and it's a good thing to just uh, get involved like that and have uh, something to do instead of uh, sitting at home and uh, feeling, feeling isolated because uh, it can be uh, very unhealthy. <clears throat> you touched a little bit on technology, such as social media. What's, what's the observation or the studies you have found as far as that as to helping? So I, I think for us, so when we look at our senior population, um, technology has been really a great tool in connecting. And so what we find with adolescents and even just adults is that you know teaching them how to use technology, specifically social media, right, to their advantage. So a few recommendations that we have is that um, set a timer on the amount of time that you're on your you know social media platforms. I think iPhone, Apple, they they have that tool where you can set it where you're only on two hours a day. Um, and then I also like to recommend that maybe you just go through your feed and 
curate a feed that is going to be helpful to you during these times. And I know I personally have had to do that, right? So I want to make sure that the things that I'm seeing are things that are bringing me joy and peace and laughter. And so I try not to, um, you know, follow accounts that kind of elicit any other or any negative feelings. And then, you know, we want to be mindful that we're not only in an epidemic or pandemic where we're experiencing isolation, but we're also, you know, dealing with racial, racial reckoning and how that can impact our mental health. And so um, I think for us is just really um, encouraging people to be intentional on how they use technology and then set really limits um, and, you know, set time aside to, you know, say, hey, I'm going to turn off my cell phone or turn off the iPad or uh, or laptop and just go outside for a walk. There you go. I can see that, you know, you can use Skype, I guess, is one avenue of the uh, technology, Uh, Zoom. Yes. As we're like we're doing emails. Yep. um, I use I have coffee dates on Saturdays with friends. So we have Zoom coffee dates. And so we show off our cute little mugs and, you know, and it's for 30 minutes. But sometimes there can be Zoom fatigue, too. So um, I think in our agency, like the other this week, my boss texted me. She was like, get off this Zoom meeting. You're going to experience Zoom fatigue. And it was a good reminder. And I I was appreciative of that. So, yeah, yeah, we just have to be mindful and set really healthy parameters around the use. We are consulting with Miss Alkin Alford from United Way and how we can lessen the emotional pain of being isolated at home. Good. Let me ask you this. Um, of course, um, I believe in moderation and everything. Would you say that there would be any, uh, are there any caveats to get involved with social media to replace human interaction? Would you say that? Yeah, so? because I think... You know, so I, I like to say social media is not the real world, right? I think Correct. people, yes. yeah, so that's, you know, I, I say be careful, you know, at, on how often you're on social media and yes. and not only how often you're on it, but also whether it's not a trusted source of information too. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. There are, there are some caveats, definitely. And uh, I would imagine it would probably contribute more to your uh, the issue of depression if you're just on the media and no real, real interaction with uh, loved ones and so forth, you know? So it can be a yeah. problem. So yeah, there, because there... I, you, I don't mm-hmm. want to minimize the fact that we were, we are created, like us as human beings, to, yes. we're meant to have physical touch Yes. Right. And the fact that that's absent right now can be really detrimental to our mental health. And so we encourage, if possible, to seek, you know, therapy. I know at our in our office at United Way, we our HR talks about using our EAP services and then the agencies that we fund. We also encourage them to do the same for their employees to promote the use of EAP just because we're missing that physical connection which is important. 
No question about it. <clears throat> Earlier, I mentioned that every living thing tends to want to cluster, drawn together, you know. Some may contend, well, you know, I know some creatures that are um, isolated. They, they prefer isolation. But then you ask yourself, you know, how do they propagate, right? So they're not completely isolated. So right. uh, let alone humankind, you know. And so we do need, it is a fundamental human need to, to be together and, and gregarious, as I indicated earlier. Yes. Um, Elkin, how can our listenership reach out to uh, your programs here? So you can find us um, on the web at unitedwaybroward.org. And Broward mm -hmm. is spelled B-R-O-W-A-R-D. So unitedwaybroward.org. And you mm -hmm. can look at our resource because we have tons of resource related to COVID. And then also you have an opportunity to donate to help fund some of the work that we're doing around, specifically around isolation and COVID-19. Yes. See, Broward County, you're, you're in what city? And yeah, we're located in Fort Lauderdale. So city Fort right Lauderdale, on the beach. Florida. There you go. Good. See, you're in Florida. I'm in California. And I, I know there are chapters right across the country here. I, I Earlier, I did punch in um, different kind of uh, different counties. And there, there you are. There's a, there's a hotline. Yes. And then we encourage that if you anywhere in the country, if there's a United Way, there's going to be a 211. So mm -hmm. if you are in need of assistance, whether it's just someone you, you have experiencing suicidal ideations or mm -hmm. you feeling anxious or depressed, you can call 211 and there will be a crisis um, specialist on the mm -hmm. line able to kind of walk you through your feelings and, and help navigate you to a, a mental health professional to provide further guidance and assistance. Mm -hmm. Very good. <clears throat> Let me ask you, is there a support for those that uh, speak uh, other than English for, for them? to? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So and for us here locally in Broward County, we are a majority minority community, meaning that more than 50% of the residents here are members of, of minority groups. And so here, the four main languages, obviously English is the first one, Spanish, Haitian Creole, and then Portuguese. And so we are a diverse community. So for us, if you contact 211, you'll have someone on the line who can speak um, those languages. Very good. <clears throat> and as far as your funding, your, 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 uh, how does that work? To, uh, donations? I know there's probably individual donations. What other avenues do you have? Yeah, so we are United Way. We're funded through multiple avenues. So, of course, we get donations through individual donors and some of our business partners in the community. And so our business community is super supportive of the work that we do. So they fund us heavily and then grants. And so we get federal dollars, state dollars and then grant dollars from foundations. Yeah, but right. any and anyone can participate in giving. If you just go to our website at unitedwaybroad.org, you can donate to any of those, uh, any of the pillars that we uh, help fund and address um, issues. And that's, those pillars are health, education, and financial stability. Yeah. Would well, you have a, uh, a direct number or as well, 800 number? Or yeah, that... so you can actually call... Um, our United Way, and I'll yes. give you a number. Um, so we can be reached at 954-453-3722, 954-453-3722. Um, 
And that's how you can get in contact with our United Way. Very good. Yeah, very good. It's um, <clears throat> it's really been a pleasure. And I believe you also uh, have a podcast. Uh, I do. So I do have a personal podcast with a yeah. friend, um, yeah. Robin Williams, and it is called Black in the Days. So black like the color, black sure. in the days, the days sure. is plural. And so we're on all major platforms. So it is a podcast where we um, highlight and talk about the complexity and, and celebrate the diversity of the black experience. So Good. yeah, I'd love for you to check it out. I will. I will. Cause I, you know, I, I I know for a fact that if we go far back enough, we're all related, Elkin. Did you know that? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. I do so, believe that. Yeah, I do. We are. And uh, it's been a pleasure. I think you got a house full of special people there, Elkin, you included. I did Thank speak you. with uh, Stephanie uh, Mitri. She's a lovely lady. And she it is. Great. Oh, yes. It's great connecting with you, too. And I want to thank you for what you're doing and what you have done. And thank you for joining our show. Thank you so much. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Our goal is to provide you informative content. So spread the word to family and relatives. And if you have a question, you can reach out to me at yourlotandparcel.com. And now, if you would excuse me. This program has been produced by Isaac Diaz with music by Echo Foxtown. All the opinions expressed in this podcast are opinions only and should not be relied on. For more information, please visit the website yourlotandparcel.com.